Welcome to the Diamond Girl Power Podcast. I'm your host, Kat Waldvogel. This podcast is produced and sponsored by DMB Media LLC and Diamond Moon Boudoir. Located in Lexington, Kentucky, we are women defining beauty on our own terms. We're creating a platform for women to share their stories, life strategies, and support with other women in Central Kentucky to build a community and help women live their best lives because everybody has a story and everyone deserves to feel good about themselves. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Diamond Girl Power podcast, um, a production of DMB Media, LLC, and sponsored by Diamond Moon Boudoir. I am your host, Kat Waldvogel. I am the principal photographer and owner of Diamond Moon Boudoir Studios in the heart of the bluegrass in central Kentucky, Lexington to be exact. And on today's podcast, I am going to be speaking with my stylist, Portia Green, um, who does all of the hair and makeup styling for my boudoir clients. Um, We're just going to introduce Portia today and have some quick takeaways at the end. Um, She will be back often (laughs) to have conversations with our clients, with other women in um, the local area. Our intention is to have a podcast that provides a platform for women to be able to talk about the things that matter to us, to really define beauty on our own terms, and to tell our stories. And we believe that everybody does have a story, and we want to share those stories. So today is just going to be a, uh, an introduction, a getting to know Portia. So Portia Green, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Yeah. Um, thanks for joining me and for, you know, being with me and figuring out mm-hmm. the, this podcasting stuff. So um, I would love for our listeners just to get a, a, a brief intro to you, um, how long you've been involved with skincare and makeup artistry, what got you involved, and um, what you feel it really, how, how you serve women in our community and why you think it makes a difference. Yeah, Um so my name is Portia Green, and um, I've been doing makeup for 10 years, pretty much since I was like 18. Um, and I got into it. Um, it was a passion of mine in high school, just for fun. Um, Instagram wasn't really around yet, thankfully, and I wasn't on YouTube or anything. So everything, in a sense, is self-taught. Um, I learned some techniques and sanitation in school and in other classical training with like Mac and benefit cosmetics, but my style is, um, self-taught. I've had some great like makeup mentors throughout the way. Um, my great friend in Louisville has taught me some things, but I got started because I didn't really know what I like in high school. They had us filling out papers like, where are you going to college? Blah, blah, blah. And I just, I didn't have anything. There was no like future. Like it was a big question mark. I didn't have anything that interested me. So um, signed up for UK, uh, was going to go to school there. And I dropped out a day before classes started. My mom was like, what are you going to do? And I was like, 
don't know. So then I saved up and uh, applied for art school in Florida and was going to go there. And I did for a month. And then I was like, this ain't it because it's way too expensive and not where I needed to be. So I came back and my mom was like, what are you going to do? I was like, don't know. (laughs) Then I was like, I do want to go work on movies or I thought I did like as a monster maker. And in a sense, I still have that drive to create monsters, but in a different capacity now, um, that's more of a creative, like, like crafting kind of hobby, like on the side, that's what I do. Uh, just on just other things, but I wanted to do makeup. I knew I was like, well, that's what I like. That's what I'm trying to be good at. That's what I enjoy. So I was like, good start is to go to esthetician school because that's a license and you need to know skincare and you need to know sanitation. And at least that's a legitimate, um, a legitimate practice in a sense, because yes, you can go be a makeup artist and I've seen great makeup artists, um, that don't have an esthetician training or cosmetology. And you don't, you don't need that in the state of Kentucky, not sure about other States, but you don't need that. Um, but it does help because at least you can hopefully trust that like an esthetician is going to understand these foundation of skin and understand that sanitation is extremely important and understand how to, um, you know, deal with skin when it comes to applying cosmetics and the proper ingredients that goes into all of it. So I just wanted legitimacy to my future. So I did, I've got an esthetician license and I, when I graduated, I started waxing eyebrows, which I do love waxing. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's, and that's a satisfying thing, kind of like with makeup. Um, you know, they come in and it's just unruly in a sense. And then you just like clean them up and send them out the way and everyone's happy um, if done correctly, of course. But I enjoyed that. And then I um, got picked up by Mac to help open the Dillard's location here in Lexington. And that was a learning experience um that was exciting at the time and mac as a retail is retail is not where my soul is but they did provide me with some great training in regards to all different walks of life coming and sitting in my chair and they nailed down like 20 minute application 30 minute application and an hour application so like i do feel confident that i in the right regards, I can complete like whatever I need to in a very short time frame. Now, here with Kat, we it's a luxurious pampering experience, so I don't necessarily have a time frame. I'll get you right no matter the time and make sure that everyone's confident and comfortable. Yeah, and I'm I'm very careful. I always tell my clients when they're like, "Well, she worked on me for you know X Y Z amount of time." I'm like, "And that's all just fine with me." I never, I will, I, I do not rush Portia. It's what time do you need and what does the client need? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a beautiful part of the partnership that we have in delivering that experience to our clients here. Um, and just as a little backstory, I found Portia in a, the Ladies of Lexington group a little over a year ago when um, I had been working with another fabulous stylist who we started working together during COVID and it just made sense to keep her stuff separate. So the clients went to her salon to get their hair and makeup done and then they came to the studio and we were all just really interested in exposing ourselves to as few extra people as possible during that process. but it came a time in in January of last year 
that I recognized I didn't have as much control over the overall experience and I needed to. I needed to be able to control the environment. I needed to know where the client was in the process to be able to check in um, so that I could structure my time and other activities around that. And it's just better overall for the client that they come here. Um, We've got a beautiful chair with a footrest that they get to get comfortable in. We put on soothing music or whatever they want their jam to be. Um, And they get to luxuriate into that experience. Um, So Portia's been with Diamond Moon Boudoir for a little over a year now. We just passed the year mark. And she came in... um, I, I loved how she responded to uh, the questions that I asked, and um, she was very impressive when she came to talk about her approach and everything. We did a test run with a, a past client who came in to do kind of a model experience and get in front of the camera, and um, she had been through the experience where she was going to the other stylist salon. And then came here and she just glowingly, she's like, this is just hands down so much better. Um, And Portia is honestly one of the most reliable people I think I've ever worked with. Um, And that that gives me a great deal of um, comfort knowing that I she's she's going to. She's going to be where I need her to be when I need her to be there. Um, so it's a great partnership. And I'm really glad that I that we connected mm-hmm. and love, love, love working with her. And when I when we started talking about this podcast, she was all on board. So I'm like, yay, I have somebody okay. to knock ideas around with. And she does have wonderful ideas. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, other subjects that we're going to talk about, there's so many things that we can talk about with regard to skincare um, and makeup and ingredients, and we're going to touch on all of those things. So there are lots of conversations that we can have. Um, but ultimately, when it comes to a, the benefit, you know, why do you feel it's an important thing, the service that you provide to women? What, what really like, makes you feel like, yep, I'm making a difference in, in women's lives? Um, well, one of the reasons, um, that's a, that's a good question. Cause like in retail setting, I necessarily didn't feel that I felt I was performing a job or something like that. But when I got out, I realized I just, I wanted to create like a niche for myself, um, create kind of like a lane. And I found that in like makeup for photography because, um, it just, when the person that comes to the photo shoot they're wanting to achieve something and create something and maybe wants to look a little different than they might not they might look every day or at least look polished like your entire goal is to look polished and especially with boudoir photography that is more of a sensitive or intimate type of photography and it's just really exciting especially working with cats clients being able to like see them like glow at the end because a lot of our clients are extremely hard-working women with that just don't take the time for themselves every day or ever lots of medical professionals yes. who just are in scrubs with their hair on up in a bun and don't do their makeup they're behind a mask um lots of educators are we have lots of clients in in that field as well um but i mean though think about yourself and w- people listening 
I, you know, do you do your makeup? Do you do your hair every day? I think too, with the pandemic, what I experience is that I am very low maintenance anymore. And it's really, uh, it's unusual for me to take that extra step to polish myself even a little bit. And I want, that's something that for myself, I want to make more of an effort for myself. I hear that from a lot of women. It's like, I, I need to do more for myself. And if we can make it easier with simple things, like sometimes I know for you with your beautiful young skin, sometimes you'll come in with just sunscreen on and I'm like, you look fantastic. You're glowing. Um, Something that simple, something that um, one simple step can really make a difference. If I do, if I do eyeliner, if I put on mascara, if I finish my eyebrows because I have very thinning eyebrows, um, things that help bring those features out. I know I feel better. I feel more present in that, and it doesn't have to be that I'm doing a full face of makeup. It can be just a quick little five minute thing. Um, and I, I think it, it does help women feel better about themselves, feel like we're stepping into the world with, a you know, just that little extra polish. For sure. And, um, like sometimes you don't, you don't even know what you're missing. And I've experienced that, like, Sometimes I'm just like, I'm missing something in my makeup, in my outfit. I'm not sure. Like, it's just monotonous day-to-day life. So what's cool about an experience with Kat or getting your makeup done in general is you might not have realized that you needed a brown eyeliner or that you needed a, a purple eyeshadow to accentuate your natural eyes. It's just something that you just didn't know you needed. And so coming to get a new experience, something that you've never experienced before or you have you don't do regularly can really help bring something um unique into your life that you might incorporate more of an everyday thing because that's what makes you happy it's just you didn't know that's what made you happy but it really helps to just experience new things in life to help open up your ideas i know you've um the eye makeup primer mm-hmm. is one of the things that i we were talking months ago about some of that and what palette should I get because I wanted to bring in some different colors and have some things that I could do a little bit differently. And um, the staying power of using a a primer on my lids, Mm -hmm. I hadn't been doing that. I didn't. And and I can tell a difference Mm -hmm. in the application and um, just the way that product stays put. So something that like you said, I didn't know that I needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some of the things that I'm really excited to talk about. Um, I envision, you know, a field trip to Ulta here yeah. and there, um, conversations about ingredients, which I know you are very, very passionate about the quality of the products and using products that are, um, I don't, I mean, pharmaceutical grade may not be the right way to put it, but they're very like clean, um, well-sourced mm-hmm. product ingredients versus um, some of the fancy, fragrant, um, overpriced uh, department store stuff that you can spend a lot of money on Chanel or Elizabeth Arden or Mac or any of those. And it, it they're not 
bad products, but we want to talk about, you know, really giving you the understanding and the foundation to know what to look for in your ingredients, right? Yeah. uh, Products with intent is kind of like what I would consider them because yes, pharmaceutical uh, medical grade falls underneath of it, but um, I don't want the price. Like if you can't afford that, that's like, there's other, there's other products, there's other ingredients, like granted, like some of them might not be as strong, but if, they're clean and they have ingredients that work, you know, um, it's all about mixing and matching and trying to get as close to achieving what you actually want as possible. And I'm not going to like front Botox and chemical peels and microdermabrasion at the, at the dermatology or esthetician. Yes, that will, that will give you the skin you want. And yes, I do recommend it if you want flawlessly unaged skin, But I also believe in aging gracefully and aging beautifully, and um, ageism is very real. So don't feel like you have to get those things. If those make you happy, that's great. But skincare is important to keep makeup sitting on your skin fresh and, like, nicely and to um, age gracefully. There's definitely a way to do it without being fake or anything like that. So um, I agree. I I love that approach of the – and products with intent. Yes, that's all – that's what I – clean clean products like and chemicals aren't a bad thing that's a whole other conversation you know you see clean products well like sunflower oil is only going to get you so far like there's so many good products that have chemicals in it and they're not bad things so but I'm talking about fillers like when I talk about like clean like you don't want stuff with like fragrances and fillers and petroleum oil or any of that like so chemicals are your friend and just yeah intent (laughs) so um I think, so I'm going to have links in the show notes um, always to my contact information, and um, I think we're going to create some blog posts that will um, have some of the guidance, some of the product recommendations as we're talking about that. Um, So Portia's contact information and her socials will be linked in show notes, as will mine. Um, Before we, you know, touch on one little takeaway, I do want to just talk about, I think the next episode, um, we'll be talking about, I think probably let's start with ingredients. Let's start with the basis of things and what are the things to look for? What are the things to make sure are not in your products and how can we, um, look at a broad spectrum of price ranges Mm -hmm. to find the basic pieces that are going going to help build quality skincare Um, because that's what we're all about is helping everybody feel good about themselves and we can make one little change every day what is that one thing before we sign off Portia that you would say if you don't do anything else today do this um incorporate skin or sunscreen into your skincare because sun's sun damage is the number one way to age and get spots on your face you know everything that you don't want it's from the sun so a physical sunscreen, uh, mineral-based, that's the one I would recommend. Awesome. Sure. Fantastic. And um, I always say remember to put sunscreen on the back of your hands because the as women age, our hands tell 
on mm-hmm. us. They tell our age, and I've noticed a difference. Um, I've been able to repair some things a yeah. little bit and kind of recover a little bit as I've taken better care of the back of my hand. So, Portia, thank you as always for being you and being here. Um, thanks for everyone who's listening. We would love for you to share a review, give us a comment, let us know the types of things that you'd like to talk about and hear about, the kind of guests that you'd like us to invite in from our local community. Uh, We will be dropping our podcast weekly and we hope that you will subscribe and check us out as we get this going. Thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks. You've been listening to the Diamond Girl Power podcast produced and sponsored by DMB Media LLC and Diamond Moon Boudoir. We're located in Lexington, Kentucky, and are focused on providing community support and life strategies to women, allowing them to live their best lives. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe, share, and drop a review if you love the content.